0: if i had okay wait i have a friend uh an ex-roommate who plays guitar in a band Mm -hmm. if hypothetically i don't i'm i'm bitter about the way that that ex-roommate played guitar all the time when i was trying to sleep this is not actually the case he he was very respectful about when he played guitar um don't worry, Zach. We can just ban him from the podcast. Could can... I... <laughs> Could I go to one of his shows, mm-hmm. s- secretly get the like the feed coming from his guitar to the amp? Okay. And set up my own speaker to play backwards guitar, right? To play unguitar guitar so that it sounded like he wasn't playing anything? <laughs>
1: in th- like in theory that's Someone... how that's how um those like bose noise canceling thing headphones work it plays the anti wave mhm i love that a super idea superposition of nothing yeah that's so weird think about like doesn't matter how loud you turn him up Because you could be playing, you just played the anti-wave as exactly as loud. It would have to be exactly as loud, though, is the thing. (laughs) It wouldn't be perfect because it's coming from, in theory... Right, yeah, you've got delay. Well, even if you timed it perfect... Yeah, you'd have to time it perfectly... And you'd have to have it coming from the same amp. Otherwise, two different positions. Like, if you have the... If you have the anti-amp a foot away from... The first amp. Uh Uh-huh. Then it would be... the, The pressure wave would be... A foot behind. Unless you tuned it perfectly the delay that is
0: right i i think right what i've been thinking about is there's like one person in particular that you're trying to be like oh this is the record executive i want to mess up his experience of this show
1: okay yeah 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 Yeah.
0: and then you could and then you could go from from anywhere and you just need to know the delay times
1: Mm -hmm. which you could calculate just by like measuring the distance, hey, Zach, hey, Liz, Zach, How often do you lie to your therapist
0: oh that's a th- that's a complex question for a couple reasons. <laughs> <laughs> It's a complex question for a couple of reasons. It's a simple Um,
1: question. It's a complex answer.
0: Yes. That question has many complexities. Does lying to myself and subsequently lying to my therapist count? (laughs) Are you lying to
1: yourself if you know you're lying? No. I don't think so. Then no. That does not count as lying. To the okay. best of your knowledge, okay. are you lying to your
0: therapist? See the the second the second complication is that to lie to a therapist, you have to have one. Fair. And last time, I thought, hey, maybe I should get a therapist, like for for a long period of time. That the school isn't going to be like that's your your mo- one semester of mental health. You're permitted. Uh, you're done now. <laughs> um. I I was like, oh, maybe I should consider getting more than one semester of mental health, and uh, then a global pandemic struck. So, you know, so how often do I lie to my therapist? <laughs> Probably not often. Final answer. <laughs> okay
1: in in the moments that you have lied to your therapist why did you lie to your therapist
0: i don't know (laughs) listen either the podcast is your therapist or right the podcast is my therapist i don't know when i definitely have lied to my therapist (laughs) On the occasion, okay, let me, I do this wonderful thing where I repeat the question like it's going to help me think about it, but actually it's just me stalling for time, and because I'm so busy repeating the question, I'm not even thinking about the question. I think most of the times that I've lied to my therapist, it's been things like they ask how I'm doing and I say I'm okay. And the answer is not that I'm okay. Mm. There's not a lot of times where they're like, what were you like as a child? And I'm like, I was blue. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Why do you ask?
1: I ask because... If you're my therapist, uh, it is, and you keep, it is illegal to keep, uh, listening to this podcast because, uh, that's
0: entrapment. it <laughs> uh, probably is like a HIPAA violation or something. What, why would it be a HIPAA violation? There's some, there's, there's some peculiarities to like associating outside of the, context of therapy Mm. right if you were since you are a famous podcaster right yes right if your therapist is a fan Mm -hmm. that sets up a weird like relationship between the two of you and so i don't know if it's like a in the rules hipaa violation or just like that's a bad idea kind of thing i know
1: you're like if like if i saw my therapist like at the grocery store Mm -hmm. if if i walked up to them and said hi they can say hi back but they can't initiate the conversation
0: i feel like it would be pretty incriminating too if you were like hey and they just had to like freeze (laughs) because because most normal people they'd be like oh hey and either they know you or they don't, and they say like, oh, how's it going? Or who are you? <laughs> or they start with the who are you, right? Most people when you say hey to them, don't just stop.
1: My point was that <laughs> they they can't uh they can't go up to you in the grocery store because like if someone was watch if someone knew that they were a therapist, they would also know that we had a relationship so like they're not allowed to tell someone that I'm in therapy unless i
0: first tell them or by their actions let it become known
1: right okay but like listening to my podcast they're not telling anyone that because i'm a famous podcaster they could be listening to this podcast just in general
0: Mm -hmm. for their enjoyment and entertainment
1: exactly but any but they're not doing that because it's illegal and it's entrapment Okay. Uh, I I might lie to my therapist sometimes. I don't know why. Hmm.
0: Huh. Might be a trust thing. Okay. That's an option, I guess. What I guess then I'm I'm gonna turn the same question back around to you. What's the like category maybe of thing that when you lie to your therapist you're lying about?
1: Most of the time it's by omission. Like, I just don't... I don't say the thing that I'm thinking.
0: Okay. Then then it's a definite yes for me. I didn't know that that counted. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that.
1: Well, it, it's more like there's no way that they would know to ask the question. And if they did ask the question, I'd be like, "Whoa, how'd you know that? How, how could you have possibly known that uh, I was up till three in the morning last night stressing about this very appo- appointment <laughs> it's because they listen to the podcast <laughs> but when they say like what are you thinking about and i'm like nothing that's that's also a lie i'm right and, <laughs> it's just like what am i doing here zach maybe i don't think it's relevant and i think that they will think
0: it's relevant okay which i think does come back to a trust thing
1: yeah i suppose it would be like if i set sa- i don't trust them to say to to drop it if i say like this really isn't
0: this isn't anything uh-huh it's a today thing and i don't anticipate it's going to be more than a today thing on the list of things that i have lied to a therapist about because i was lying to myself about one time my therapist asked me what do you do when you're stressed and I said I figure out what's stressing me out and I just deal with it um which a is a lot easier to do when you're 16 and b was also not true at that time (laughs) so so one of my sources of
1: stress uh up until recently has been I, I am moving into a new apartment, and I have since moved into a new apartment, and it is cool. I am in a new apartment. It's it's very nice. I'm glad. And it's re- more than anything, it's really nice to have it off my plate. Like for the past month, month and a half, I've just been like, I'm gonna have to move. I'm gonna have to move. I'm gonna have to move. I don't want to move. Ugh. But now I am moved, and. Don't need to worry about moving anymore.
0: By my estimations, it's been about a week that you've been in this new new space? Half a week. I moved in on Wednesday. Ah, uh, okay. How many things are still in boxes? None. Congratulations.
1: Thank you. I don't have very much stuff. Touche. Which is, it's not a problem per se. But uh, this is a two-bedroom apartment, and there are a lot of closets, (laughs) (laughs) and I don't know what to do with it. Like, I was going to recycle the boxes that I used to transport everything, but then I was like, eh. I'll just fold them up and put them in a closet because I have so much closet space. I can just hide things. Mm-hmm. can hide all the things. I had a, like, underbed storage thing. And I just, like, shoved all the USB-C cables and uh, Cat5 cables into for years. before i got to college before i went to college i that's where i put all the cables right and when i needed a cable i would just dig and try to untangle them (laughs) so i separated them and now they have their own bespoke hook in the closet each like type of cable Mm. has its own bespoke hook and i still have more hooks i still have more closet space and i have an empty underbed storage thing in the closet because it doesn't need to go into the bed anymore in fact i have 3 empty underbed storage things
0: the way that you're setting this up it sounds mm-hmm. like you're viewing this as a problem is that accurate i'm setting it up as an opportunity okay that's different than seeing it as a problem give me a second i'll reformulate okay <laughs>
1: Having a lot of storage is not a problem, but but it seems like I could be doing something with this. I could be uh, profiting. I could be subleasing these closets. Mm. Should that is that what I sh- should I, is that what I should do? Just like store my friend's things. That I think that's how I get arrested.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. It. It reminds me of that XKCD, I believe. Um, terrible review for Jim's storage service. I don't remember that one. I think. Let me see. Maybe I got literally every part of that wrong. The crux of it is that you do not want to be storing your friend's stuff. Okay. I'm. I'm really trying to trying very hard to reformat my brain. Right.
1: You want a p f s
0: right okay this is this is a good time to be reformatting our brains um so some things that we're not gonna think about doing with the extra closet space incarceration <laughs> what profiteering <laughs> uh and, and for profit incarceration definitely.
1: See, this segment is a lot funnier if you think of it as a metaphor.
0: Do you should should the listeners should Jared bring their own metaphor or?
1: Well, just like the the, the closet.
0: Ah, okay. There's more room right. in the closet now. Is that right? I I was admittedly thinking about that joke probably five minutes ago and forgot it by the time that you said that there was <laughs> a joke to be made. You could make like a capsule hotel. in the second room it's you could probably fit like in the standard bedroom you could probably fit about four capsules uh it's just like bed
1: okay yeah i see what you're saying like
0: bathroom minimum stuff you'd have to do some at-home plumbing but um easy yeah so that would be one place to go with it
1: see i like having my office though Right, like part of the reason I like this apartment is that it it has a lot of privacy. In could you that take there are no the other people
0: living in it the doors off of your closet and just have an extra big office?
1: Yes, <laughs> but then I lose yeah. the like then I lose the ability to hide the ugly things, right hmm it's an interesting idea though take the doors off what could i do if i took the doors off i'd also need a place to put the doors
0: and the closet's right out
1: (laughs) (laughs) well there's a shelf in it there's a like built-in shelf in the closet
0: Ah, okay so the doors don't fit right could you put the doors on the shelf
1: it's not long enough. The closet isn't long enough. It's taller okay. than it is wide. I'll give you a video tour at some point. It's I, I realized that I said I would do that for my last apartment too, and I didn't do that.
0: <laughs> I uh don't think I've sent you a letter since the last like two addresses ago at this point. <laughs> I was thinking about that this morning. <laughs>
1: my life is ephemeral
0: I just pick it up and move Mm -hmm. right and filling your closets with anything is gonna get in the way of ephemerality
1: yeah I'm a nomad
0: right digital nomad all I need is my iPad my subscription to Steve Jobs Weekly (laughs) and a van that I spent a million dollars renovating just the easy stuff it's got its own cellular cellular connection.
1: I just like hijack the near near Starbucks Wi-Fi and sit in my mm-hmm. van. Okay, let's get crazy. Okay, what's, what's some crazy things we could do with the closet?
0: Bookshelves, bookshelves. See, I'm confused because I. It sounds like you're already using the closet to hide the things you don't like.
1: Yeah, but not very much of the closet there's way more room okay plus i have other closets non-office closets
0: you could take up hobbies involving large objects (laughs) okay like uh weaving quilting those are some large hobbies
1: yes yeah i could store all my fabric and stuff
0: i was thinking about getting into leather working earlier okay that's probably a you could become a larp costumer which is a real job i know people who have the job of larp costumer
1: awesome yeah just gotta learn how to sew i guess Mm -hmm. i can sew not super well but that's what practice is for
0: right you could set up a screen printing shop Mm. in your like right have a very nice compacted screen printing shop i don't know the first thing about screen printing but probably you could make it fold up so it fit into the closet Mm -hmm. and then you open the closet and you unfold the setup and now you can screen print
1: i could could install some uv lamps and grow illicit substances
0: or illicit substances
1: i could 3d print weapons
0: how many how many 3d printers do you think you could fit in
1: in like the extra room i have in the closets
0: right in the space in the closet i stopped the sentence early because have you ever seen the the video of all of the metronomes going at different times uh i no
1: okay i don't think so i don't think so at least Let's see, yeah, 3D printers, like, what, like this big? Like, bread box?
0: Probably, yeah. Like, microwave size, probably a good... Yeah. Um, I'm
1: thinking at least 20 in this closet alone, so... Maybe, like, uh, definitely above 50 in the closets.
0: I'm just thinking at some point, like, depending on how many shelves you have holding all these 3D printers... Mm -hmm. they might start to do a little bit of this. Like you'd have to start all the prints at the same time so they stayed in sync. This is fun. I like this. I
1: could annoy the shit out of my neighbors.
0: (laughs) With With the metronomes? (laughs) With the
1: metronomes. (laughs) I could build a super, super good gaming PC and then do the uv lamps to grow some substances which takes a lot of power and that's like how they catch you it's like you you're using too much power okay but then when they bust down my door i'm just like nah i'm just gaming
0: right 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 okay that's one way to solve that problem You'd have to be gaming pretty constantly, though. And you'd have to... I'm a professional gamer. Liz, I think you would have to become a streamer... Ooh, okay. ...to have, like, accountability, right? So that they they could look and be like, Oh, Liz really is just, like, constantly streaming. And that's what takes up all the power. It's her 300-watt power supply.
1: I could... What else could I do with this closet space? I mean, what? Are, okay, so what, what? are some ugly things that that I would otherwise have if they weren't so ugly?
0: I've spent so long immersed in trying to th- think of things that are the aesthetic that I'm having a hard time thinking of things that are not the aesthetic. <laughs> ugly things. You could get a lot of ugly dolls and not. Mm, okay. I buy and sell
1: ugly dolls on eBay. Mhm. That's just kind of where I keep them so that they, they don't creep me out.
0: <laughs> you could have a soul harvesting thing going on in there to generate haunted dolls, right? Like you haunt, you you buy unhaunted how many, dolls. How how many souls are in my apartment? i thought i had privacy i think if you put enough dolls together it's like a black hole kind of like it well, attracts they suck the them in. okay
1: sure 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 i like that yeah like a magnet soul yeah. magnet i'm just imagining so I, I killed my first spider in the new apartment
0: i saw congratulations
1: it was less than ideal i uh I tried to capture it okay the the issue was it was on the ceiling in the corner, so like a cup can't get into that the corner, mm-hmm, so I couldn't catch it, so I had to like kind of spook it so that it would move away from the corner, but then it went onto the ceiling. And the ceiling's too tall, so I had to move the chair over to get there and i i I put the cup around it right, and mm-hmm. I slid the paper in and then I like brought it down but the the paper is light, and the cup is heavy, and like as I was stepping off the chair the the paper like
0: disconnected from the cup
1: yeah and the spider escaped
0: but onto your hands because it's got nowhere else to be
1: uh close it tried to but i uh have the reflexes (laughs) of a person that is constantly experiencing anxiety and (laughs) and it ended up on the carpet and like it blends in really well with the carpet and i was just like nope nope Nope, not nope. doing that. And I killed it. And it was a lot. It was a lot of stress. I don't want to do it again. I do mm. not recommend having a spider in your apartment. Okay. It was a big boy. It was like the size of a quarter. That's not okay. Yeah.
0: I would and, like, like I just to officially in, so submit.
1: I-, I assume. I have not seen any insects in here other than that and it's not even an insect like no fruit flies or anything so i'm gonna guess that like it got in while i was moving and just kind of had the door propped open Mmm. for long periods of time but what else could be lurking in the shadows haunted dolls if you get on that so i guess anyway what i was trying to say what i was i was getting i lost my train of thought (laughs) uh i meant that spider's soul is just kind of around right waiting for a vessel waiting for a vessel and i don't want a haunted doll because the spider will be upset with me because i killed it when i could have released it but i couldn't have because it like i could have but i couldn't have
0: but the souls are here because they have a Like a purpose, right?
1: Yeah. No, it's trying to... If it gets a vessel, it's going to kill me.
0: Okay. It's going to attack me in my sleep. I I think in that case, you want as little in your home as possible, right? (laughs) Because even, like, what if the knife gets haunted? I've heard of haunted knives before. (sighs) Hmm. Somewhere.
1: (laughs) Okay. Well, in that case, I want to trap the soul, right? So I get the doll... Okay, I get the doll, and I put it, and I put the doll in a cage. Where it can do no harm.
0: And then you, it's like catch and release. Then you let it go outside. Yeah. And now you get the finality, and the spider's soul gets the finality, and now there's just a, a an empty doll, waiting to be possessed once again.
1: Right, but how how fast is the soul magnet propagation? Does that, is that like a day thing, a week thing, month thing? Like how long do I have to have this doll in my closet? Oh, because if it's just like, if it's real fast, I don't, I can just, I can have the haunted doll out for a second, but if it's going to be there for months, Mm -hmm. then I would want to clear out some storage.
0: Yeah. I don't know. You would In have, fact, I should make to talk to somebody.
1: <laughs> I need an expert. Uh-huh. One of those people on eBay that are just for, uh, that, are, that sell real haunted dolls that are just for...
0: Just for entertainment purposes. Yeah. But, like, because you need to know, A, the speed of a soul, right? Mm-hmm. And then the speed of, like, the soul beacon that the doll puts out Mm -hmm. because those don't necessarily have to be the same thing
1: do i have to leave the cage open for it to get in in the first how big is a soul
0: oh okay right well it's a spider soul so it has to be as small as a spider at least right
1: right okay but if the soul can who's to say that the spider was the original keeper of the soul If it's just the whoever, like, if the soul went into the doll, is the soul now doll-shaped? And can, can the soul escape? So if I kill the doll, is the soul just
0: doll-shaped now? Right. And then, so then I think what would happen is, it's going to be like an it-follows situation, where the soul first needs to seek vengeance for the doll, right? Whoever killed the doll, it seeks mm. vengeance. Uh, and then it, it needs stack. to seek seek vengeance for the spider (laughs) and then whatever the soul was doing before it got to the spider
1: maybe i killed the spider in a previous life and that's why it was in my apartment in the first place right if i die does is my soul for like do i still have to pay the soul debt or is it the body that killed the spider
0: Oh, I, I think there are very few instances of dead human bodies becoming possessed by another soul. Is it just like soul tag? (laughs) Hmm. Can we make soul
1: laser tag? Soul laser tag. Like you shoot a soul at your buddy and they get possessed okay and it's a fun time
0: what's the what's the reward function on this right what's the end goal
1: you win you win tag because your buddy gets shot with a a demon okay who possesses them <laughs> 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 ah got me again Holy will
0: That's that's a Goosebumps two storyline right there.
1: <laughs> anyway, I have a new apartment now and um it, it it's real nice. Uh kitchen is small, that's fine. Otherwise like I'm
0: real happy with it. Good. Does it have a name or a flag yet? No. Will it?
1: Maybe. Okay. I, am, I imagine it's going to be, like, the British colonies, where, like, the flag is going to be. Ooh, I should make one for my former roommates as well. I should make, like, a bunch of flags mm-hmm. for my former roommates and have, like, the the old Varberg flag in the corner of that flag. Right. That's going to be the Christmas present. If you're one of my former roommates uh, listening to this, this is an entrapment. cannot be entered in court entered into evidence in court
0: you cannot bring this audio file into a courthouse anywhere in the country (laughs) (laughs) and it's on the internet so just
1: no internet connected devices (laughs) in the courthouse
0: i think you're fine to have internet connection as long as you yourself are not downloading streaming or otherwise accessing this file in particular
1: what if someone downloads it at their house modifies it slightly
0: oh remasters it if you will Mm-hmm. but then they keep it's like this is okay the audio thing we were talking about earlier where you take yeah. the audio that's going and then you you subtract out the Mm -hmm. the other version isn't that just private key encryption similar concept yeah okay so in a similar way i i don't know what the rules are around encrypting things (laughs) there's i mean there's a lot of you can still hear the vocals though
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Which shouldn't be the case for the thing you're encrypting.
0: They just bring in this podcast, but with the backing track removed. I don't have anything. My head just fully empty. That's the story. Head empty.
1: Is your head empty because you've been writing all your thoughts down?
0: No. In fact, I think giving the thoughts a conduit might make them more prolific. If I started to enumerate all of the thoughts in my head, I might become aware that I have more thoughts than I thought. How many thoughts did you think? I think I thought at least a few. (laughs) In much the same way... When botanists start to enumerate the plants that there are, they realize just how many plants there are. How many plants are there? So fucking many. There's a lot of god plants. Because there's, like, niches and shit, uh, And the plants have to fit in those niches. But there's a lot of niches, so there's a lot of plants. And, like, everywhere you go, right? You're in the forest up in the north of wisconsin you got different niches than the forest down down here by us
1: mm, okay i see what you're saying yeah
0: you got the silty sandy soil by you i don't know what kind of soil you got is different than the soil by me there's different kinds of soils different kinds of niches
1: yeah and even some plants want to be eaten and some plants don't want to be eaten
0: right some plants want you to step on their stamps <laughs> Oh, maybe that's what I should
1: do with my closet space is just financially dominate plants.
0: (laughs) You could have somebody, right? We said maybe you don't want to take other people's stuff. But you could take other people's stamps and step on them, right? And send them like videos of their stamps being stepped on.
1: Mm -hmm. And then just kind of keep the aftermath as a trophy.
0: Yeah. Keep them. Because there are some stamps that are, like, worth things, right? And especially the stamps, um, with botanical illustrations. I don't think they're worth anything in particular, but I think they're cool. Jared, you might remember that a while ago when we were talking about stamps, I was very excited about the Winterberry stamps that USPS was coming out with, and uh, I still have not ordered them, but I really probably should because I don't know how much longer, um, I'm going to be able to purchase things from the United States Postal Service, so maybe I should get on that. (sighs) That wasn't where I wanted to go with that thought. Um, What do you like
1: about botanical illustrations, Zach?
0: They're cool. They just look cool. That's it.
1: I'm I'm assuming you mean like in a kind of a... Sci- is this from like a scientific standpoint or is it from like an artistic standpoint?
0: Well, I think both, but primarily coming from a scientific lens. Um, so this is an article that I was reading uh, from the Washington Post about botanical illustrators and it's kind of a field that is dwindling because a lot of... The space that it used to occupy which was we're going to take these plants we're going to start identifying them and taxonomizing them and that sort of thing and saying this is a different plant than that one because all of the ones in this species are used to silty soil and they have one millimeter um, flowers and these ones are used to clay soil and they have two millimeter flowers mm. um, and you can depict that in an illustration much better than you can depict that in a photograph why that's a great question they didn't really explain it okay it it makes sense to say you're looking at the the fern or whatever and then you're looking at a cross-section of the fern and you're looking at a really small version right you can have a lot of information on one graphic okay um but now the way that we do it is we say hey what are the like at a molecular level at a dna kind of level what mm-hmm. are the differences between these two ferns and that's um i think
1: it's uh I, th- I i think it's a messenger rna that we use it doesn't matter but yeah basically you the difference between
0: the- two ferns is the messenger rna
1: Uh, no, but that's the way that we figure out genetic relationships. If the, if the, I'm, I am getting this wrong. I took a biology course at some point. It was anthropology and it was like, how we used to do it was like, this tiger looks similar to the lion because they are cats and that worked for a while, but then we started getting into microscopic stuff, and they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, e- even if they evolved like entirely separately, mm-hmm. but the messenger RNA doesn't lie. But I don't think it's messenger RNA. Not now. I'd say it out loud. But there's a specific. But yeah, that's that's how they do it.
0: Okay. Um, but that's bad news for all the people who want to be botanical illustrators because there's not as much demand anymore
1: shouldn't there be a like you can't identify a fern like if you're out in the woods and you're like what kind of tree is that you can't be like let me break out my chemistry set
0: right i think for most purposes right if you were out looking at trees Mm -hmm. you could probably look at a picture of a tree Okay, yeah, right. Because that's, you're not going to get to the level of, let me take a cross-section of this plant and Mm. measure exactly how many millimeters the flowers are. Um, But if that is something you're interested in, you can get a book of Wisconsin flora, um, which is like the name, it's a flora, is like a compendium of a region's plants, is a flora. Oh, cool. Um, I didn't know that. So you can get a Wisconsin flora on Amazon for $45 that has all the the beautiful botanical illustrations inside it if you are in any way interested in looking at plants. But I also feel like there's less interest in plants in general and more interest in particular plants, he says, setting himself up for a weed joke. That's not what I meant. Um <laughs> But, like, I feel like I've seen more, like, here's 50 edible plants that you can find in this this region or that region. And here's how to mm. forage for these. Or here's how you can take these plants and make rope or whatever. Um, And less of just, like, let me catalog every single plant in this space. Because um, now if you want to do that, you just go play No Man's Sky.
1: What? what. Are- what do you. I don't think I understand the point of that last statement. Wh- why would someone want to have an encyclopedic knowledge of every plant versus the plants you can make rope out of? I don't know. Okay. You just seemed like. The way you phrased it made it seem like you were vaguely upset about the fact that no one knows all the plants
0: in this region um i am because this kind of art style is appealing to me but not because i think people should care more about every single plant
1: okay but that's kind of how art works (laughs) (laughs) like art happens for art's sake and not because it's trying to like like if you want more art of botanical illustrations, there's probably a Patreon
0: you can support. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least by their prints. Right. Yeah. So in the interest of talking about, um, the artists in particular, because it happens for the sake of art and not just because we need to categorize plants. Um, it's similar to the cook's illustrated illustration style, which is all done by, uh, John going uh, it reminds me of that winter Ber- berries stamp set um which is by artist Steve Buchanan who also did uh some on spiders um so if you wanted to commemorate the spider maybe give the spider a vessel to go into that couldn't mm-hmm. harm you you could put it in a spider stamp spider stamp and there's a couple other artists that I can add to the, the show notes, but I forgot to write them down. Long story short, I just think that this art style is cool, uh, and it's a really interesting place that, like, most of the people who get into it come from a background of biology. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then they realize, oh, we need a way to describe these plants, so I might as well learn how to draw plants. And then they get really good at drawing plants and and are no longer, like, Looking at it, f- f- just from the biological lens,
1: that's a good point. Yeah, and that's perhaps what makes this style of art a little bit different. Is that someone coming from a art background may not think to draw it in this way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in that in that sense, this illustration that you sent. Just right. the one in the Slack preview. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, I imagine, another way to represent the same information. Is that like a premise that we can accept?
0: Right, okay.
1: And that form of that form of representing the information will either be less or more beautiful, you know, subjectively. But like mm-hmm. I suppose, is a better or worse botanical illustration purely one that is more beautiful or less beautiful, but represents the same information? Or is a botanical illustration just that and not? Up, uh, it, it, basically is it in the the field of art where you can start critiquing it on the merits of subject in, in a subjective way or is it just or is it purely this doesn't look like a fern
0: yes i think that the the realism is first and foremost
1: right yeah But beyond that, but uh, first and foremost, or the
0: only thing that matters. I've been watching a lot of the Great British Baking Show. Okay. And a lot of times people will have very beautiful cakes and they'll cut into them and be like, this is just a chunk of rubber that you have called a cake and decorate it. Fondant. Fondant. No. Oh, yeah. That's a it's a meme right now. Have you seen the ones that were chicken breasts? They look like chicken breasts. <laughs>
1: yes. It's so bad. I I have a dis, I disdain I hate fondant with like a fiery burning passion and all those like cake boss kind of shows are just like Layers and layers and layers of fondant on like mm-hmm. the s- smallest amount of actual cake, and it's so bad. And I disagree, but also it's a, that's a meme right now with the cakes. Everything's okay. a cake.
0: But also, if right, if the the baking is not good, the aesthetics don't matter. And so, in the same way, if the the realism of of however they're representing. the the fern or whatever, Mm -hmm. is not there, it it doesn't even make sense to judge it on any other metric. Okay. But I think if two things are equally realistic and one of them is just more beautiful, then I would say the one that's more beautiful has a little more value.
1: Okay. And so follow-up. Can you imagine a drawing a botanical illustration that is that represents the same information but is more abstract like the shape of the leaves definitely i include in the in the information that it's conveying not just the measurements and stuff but like is it possible for cuz it is abstract right it's not a photograph right how abstract can this fern be before it gets out of the realm of botanical illustration and more into the realm of abstract art? How realistic?
0: That's a really interesting question, because I've am i been thinking a lot. One of the things that makes this style unique in my mind is the way that they do um, stippling, mm-hmm. which is uh, like in that D circle that you can see. They do shading not by line width or anything, but by how dense the dots are that they make. Yeah. Which is similar to pointillism, right? Pointillism, yeah. And that I would definitely call abstract, right? Am I thinking about the right thing, pointillism? I think so. I think it's more abstract than realist, for sure. hmm Is it just the the resolution of points? Right, if you had,
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I I I don't think so, (laughs) because then it would just be like how what resolution of a JPEG, right? Because like this, like the the main feature here, the big fern leaf, it has a like an outline. That's how they're abstracting it. They're saying, okay, so take the shape of this leaf and make an outline of it and then fill in as much detail as necessary for it to be definitely the same thing. Okay. I think that is a fair way of describing this, but also I'm not an artist nor am I a botanist. (laughs) (laughs) And could you do it in a different style? So, like, could you, let's see, instead of, like, a line drawing, like, with, do, like, a cubism botany illustration?
0: <laughs> Maybe? It's been too long since I took an art history class for me to know any impressionism,
1: of Impressionism? Existentialism? I don't even know what that would look like, but that would be fun.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of those, though, imply straying away from the subject matter, right? Impressionism is more that you're trying to get the vibe of the thing. Yeah. And so... Are you
1: saying that the vibe is intangible? Because that's no fun.
0: I think... Let me think about that. Is the vibe tangible?
1: because you can't you can totally represent the vibe in art
0: right that's the whole point of it yeah i think art that goes in a scientific paper though needs to capture more than just a vibe
1: and they do usually like if you can paint a bridge in a certain way that makes the bridge have a vibe but it's still clearly a bridge okay so can you give
0: the fern a vibe i think if it's still identifiable as a fern it can have whatever vibe you want i like that i want i want
1: impressionistic botanical illustrations now Mm -hmm. jared please write in you can get in touch uh with alex cox on twitter
0: And now, a PSA from the Worrying Bugs. Scientifically speaking, a great tit weighs roughly 0.5 ounces, is found largely in Europe, the Middle East, and Northern Africa, has a class of aves in the family Peridiae, and is a bird. This has been a PSA from the Worrying Bugs.
1: Wonderful. I'm on the Wikipedia page, and uh, (laughs) it has a pretty little song. I actually have not. That's my impression. I like it.
0: Is it above its voice? Ah, great tit song. I like this sonogram, because it looks like... It almost looks like letters. Son- sonogram? What? It's the it's under where they do the s- sounds. I, s- I
1: see it. I don't see the letters.
0: It doesn't look like letters in the Latin alphabet, but it looks like somebody's letters. Okay. Th- that the write the, the blob and then the thing sure. with the stick coming out of it. Uh, we could make
1: um loss out of this.
0: We sure could. <laughs>
1: We run Doom on it.
0: (laughs) Is it Turing complete? Are birds Turing complete? (laughs) Jared, if you're Turing complete.
1: Or if you want to show me your impressionistic botanical
0: illustrations. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at...